and welcome to Tea and Chat, the British English podcast that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. Hello English learners and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today we have another episode of Real Reviews. So last time I was reviewing some movies, including The Man in the Iron Mask, Winnie the Pooh, and How to Train Your Dragon 3. Today I'm actually going to just be reviewing a book. One of my goals for 2019 was to read more. Last year I did not do very good at reading many books, and I think my whole life I have always enjoyed reading. Actually, I was known as a bookworm and we have this expression bookworm for someone who reads a lot of books so if you're someone who reads a lot of books you can call yourself a bookworm so I feel like as a teenager I read quite a lot of uh, teen fiction and you know Twilight and other vampire series but also I loved Harry Potter and reading Harry Potter so much and a whole plethora of other books. But since I've become an adult and I've had this busy, busy life as we all do, I've kind of forgotten to make time for reading. And I think that's really sad because I really do enjoy reading. So like I said, this year I decided, okay, Rebecca, you need to set yourself more of a goal. Try and read a book a week or at least a couple books a month. And right now it's May, so we're five months into 2019. And I haven't done too bad. I've not done as well as I had hoped, but I haven't done too bad. So I always have lots of different things going on. And I also have many different interests and hobbies. So it can be difficult to make time for everything. Reading, however, I feel like it's something you should do maybe before you go to bed, on a long journey somewhere, just something to help you relax and wind down. So it should be a bit more easier to find time for this, but in my busy life, (laughs) it's not always the case. I think so far, I've probably only read about a book a month, so definitely not as good as my target for a book per week, but I'm happy at least that I've been reading something. Today I'm going to be talking about a book that falls kind of into the category of what is known as self-help or perhaps just motivational books. Now I don't have much experience with this category of books or this genre of books previously, but this is kind of like the first book and the first time I'm exploring this kind of genre and finding out what type of things I can expect from this. So I was very, very excited when a family member gave me their copy of the book Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. This is a book that I had already seen on many bookshelves or shelves in bookstores. So I knew that perhaps this would be a really good place to start because I'd seen it's already been a bestseller. But actually, I didn't know really what to expect. I hadn't heard or read any reviews about this book. I don't know anything about the author. Of course, now after reading it, I definitely know a bit more. 
But it was recommended to me by this family member and they said they really enjoyed it. So I thought, why not? So today I'm going to be kind of not necessarily reviewing the book, but actually taking you through step by step uh, different points, different quotes that I really liked. So as I'm reading, I've started actually putting kind of little post-it notes or tabs onto the quotes of the pages that I really liked so that later on I can quite easily go back to it and see what were my favourite parts of that book. So I've been doing that not only with this book but with other books as well that I'm currently reading and I quite enjoy it because sometimes you read something and if you don't review something you will very easily forget it. So at least if I ever want to look back and think hey what, what did I really take away from that book I can quite easily just pick it up and go to those places that I have marked and then easily read those quotes from that book rather than perhaps reading the book from start to finish. I'm not against reading a book for the second time but um, I think with this type of book especially it's really good to just kind of pinpoint the quotes that you really like so that whenever perhaps you're stuck in a rut or you're looking for that little bit of advice then you can quite easily go back and find that. In this book I've definitely pinpointed perhaps over 20 different quotes or sections of the book that I really liked so I'm just going to go through as many of them as possible and just kind of read them to you and then tell you why I liked them. So obviously overall I did really like this book but let's just get started and I will start with the first quote. Even though I fell over and over and over again, I don't let it deter me. I still wake up every day and try again to become a better version of myself. Some days I feel as if I'm getting closer to the best version of me. Other days I eat cream cheese for dinner. But the gift of life is that we get another chance tomorrow. That's the first one. Um, I want to say I didn't even kind of go through all of them before this podcast so it's kind of refreshing my memory now going back to them. It's quite a little funny quote, it's to tell you that every day essentially I just personally I want to try and make sure that I am doing something more than I did yesterday. I'm doing that little bit more to become a better person And it doesn't have to be something big. It can literally be, hey, I woke up and I did my laundry today. Like, it doesn't have to be something big. But just to know that you are accomplishing something every single day and trying to become the best version of yourself, I think that's great. But I really like in this quote that she stresses, you know, sometimes it's not always the case. Sometimes she eats cream cheese for dinner. Personally, I don't like cream cheese, but I understand where she is coming from. Moving or traveling or getting away? It's just geography. Moving doesn't change who you are. It only changes the view outside your window. I really, really, really liked this quote because personally, I'm someone who has experienced living in another country, living in Japan, living in Canada. And I hear a lot of people kind of go traveling around the world because they think that it's going to change them as a person and when they come back home they're going to be a totally new person but 
This isn't always the case. Definitely traveling opens up your eyes to the rest of the world. You can definitely learn so much by traveling. So yeah, of course, it's definitely a way of self-improvement. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter where you are. It doesn't change exactly who you are. It's only the view outside your window. So she actually continues this quote and I'll continue it now for you. You must choose to be happy, grateful and fulfilled. If you make that choice every single day, regardless of where you are or what's happening, you will be happy. So she's just trying to stress that at the end of the day, doesn't matter what country you're in, doesn't matter your exact situation, you still personally have that choice to choose to be happy. And I think that particularly is really, really important because people often think that happiness is something that comes to them. Happiness is something that is given to them and it's only reflective of what is happening around them and their experiences at that time. However, this is really not necessarily the case. You must still make a conscious choice to choose to be happy. And I think that's something so simple, but something that we forget a lot. So for me personally, I really resonated with this quote as somebody who has traveled and come to the realization that at the end of the day, doesn't matter where you are, you can decide your own happiness. When you really want something, you will find a way. When you don't really want something, you'll find an excuse. I love this. It's so, so true. As humans, we're really good at making excuses. Come on, let's be honest. Like you've made an excuse from the moment that you were a child when you told your teacher, I'm sorry, miss, my dog ate my homework or I completely forgot or I was just, you know, hanging out with my friends and now as an adult, it's so easy to make excuses too. Like, oh, you know, I, I was so tired in the evening after work. So I'm sorry I forgot to call you, or I'm sorry I forgot to get that really important thing done. And I can't go traveling, despite the fact that maybe money's not a problem, you might make an excuse to say, oh, you know, maybe it's not the right time, maybe I should go next year. And it's quite easy to put things off by doing this as well, to put things off till next Monday, next week. Oh, I'll start my diet next week. You know, we've all heard that before, we'll start on Monday. It's so easy to make an excuse and I'm guilty. Like, don't think I'm standing here telling you that I'm perfect in any way. It's just really, really interesting to know that if you truly, truly, truly want something, you will find a way to make it happen. And I believe that because I'm someone who, if I really want something, I will go and I will pursue it. Like nothing's going to stop me. Straight away, I will just make a start and do anything in my power to make it happen. Now, I'm not saying it's always that easy, but it definitely has some truth in it that if you don't want to do it really, you will find an excuse. Because at the end of the day, the pizza slice looks much better than that apple. Only commit to things you know you can accomplish because they're incredibly important to you. Otherwise, you set yourself up for continued failure. So this kind of continues on that last quote that I gave you. Really just kind of being realistic. 
This is something that's difficult for me because I want to accomplish many things and I have so many interests and I want to spend time on doing all of them. So I'm constantly kind of setting goals to do lots of things. But sometimes you do have to be careful not to overdo it and not to end up with a hundred different tasks or a hundred different goals. And at the end of the day, this will become very overwhelming for you. So just prioritize those things, find out what is most important to you. Otherwise, you're just going to fail time and time again. So it's good. Sometimes, like I said, it doesn't have to be something so big, such a big goal, just some small goals, even if it was just to clean the house that week or to do a very small amount of exercise. It doesn't have to be anything particularly outstanding, but set yourself some small goals and then you can try and reach them. Go home and do nothing. Sit around, watch TV, spend an entire day on the sofa. Discover that your world doesn't implode without you going 100 miles an hour. Get up the next day and do it again. This is quite relevant to me because for the months of April and May especially, I've been working a lot, almost to the point where I became a little bit of a workaholic. I wouldn't go to that extreme, but I am someone that kind of likes to keep busy and try and be as productive as possible as much as possible. In the past couple of weeks, I kind of tried to slow down with that a little bit, give myself more of a break and have some more free time to just wind down and relax. But it's quite easy to forget that if you're someone who does like to work a lot. And in my case, I'm someone who has a lot of responsibility when it comes to my job. I am responsible for everything. So to think of just sitting down for one day and relaxing sounds quite disastrous in some ways. Um, But I have to understand that I should be able to do that and it's not the end of the world. In so many instances, judgment comes from a place of feeling as though you've somehow got it all figured out when you don't. Judging each other actually makes us feel safer in our own choices. Now, I like to hope that this quote doesn't directly apply to me, but I think as humans, it is also human nature to judge people all the time without even realizing it. It doesn't have to be something so harsh. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be negative towards the other person. You might actually look at yourself negatively and think, wow, that person is so much better than me rather than that person is worse than me. And then you would see yourself in a more negative light. This is quite an important quote in today's society with Instagram. It's just a comparison jungle, a comparison parade. Like every time people open up their phones, they're looking at those Instagram models and they're thinking, wow, I wish I could be like her or that couple that travels around the whole world wow, how do they get to visit so many countries? Why am I not doing that? And then you could end up feeling quite bad about yourself. And so judgment doesn't just have to be like negative towards other people. It can be negative towards yourself. That's an important thing to keep in mind. And unfortunately with social media and the way that society is today, it kind of enhances this human nature of judgment in quite a negative way. And you have to be really careful. So sometimes when you judge other people, you just feel more confident with your own opinions, with your own thoughts and decisions. It's as if a way to just confirm and clarify what you're doing, make yourself feel better, make yourself feel more confident. 
But you have to understand that just because it's right for you or right for them doesn't mean it's right for the other person. Judgment is not a good enough definition to find out whether you are making the correct choices in your life or not. No is only an answer if you accept it. Okay, let's be serious for one moment. We know that this always isn't the case. If that big company tells you no after you just thought you tried your hardest in that job interview, then maybe there's not a whole lot you can do in that situation to work for that specific company. However, you might find a company very similar that even though you thought the previous one was your dream company, you now realize, hey, I can work at this one, which is just as good, if not better. Or you can find your own way to kind of become a businessman or woman and set up that business for yourself. So you don't even have to work for that person. Okay, I know this doesn't apply to all situations in life. Sometimes no can be good as well, so don't always see it as bad. It's just important to know that you can learn from that. If you ever experience any type of rejection, know and see it as a learning process. It doesn't just mean the end. No doesn't always mean the end of the line, the end of a story. Nothing that lasts is accomplished quickly. Nobody's entire legacy is based on a single moment, but rather the collection of one's experiences. This is really important to mention. People often want a quick fix in today's convenient society. People want things quickly. So if they don't see a result after the first try, after six months of trying something or one year of trying something, they can quite easily get disappointed, upset and give up. But sometimes you must understand that the best things that you could possibly accomplish might actually take a long time. For example, learning a language. So many people out there want to know how to learn a language in three months, six months, a week maybe. But nobody wants to hear that it actually takes years to learn a language, especially if you want to learn the language properly. To be more realistic, maybe four or five years if you're lucky, but it depends on the person and you shouldn't be disappointed that it takes that extra amount of time. Good things do come with time and so we do have to have patience towards them. And at the end of the day, we're not just known for that one talent or that one experience that we've had in our lives. All our experiences in our lives come together to make us who we are. And that's just amazing to think of that, that you and I, even if we were born in the same family and we grew up together and maybe we went to the same school, same university, had a similar group of friends. Despite that, even if we were still that similar, we would have seen things from a different perspective and definitely still had some different experiences which would distinguish us and separate us and make us who we are. So value that. Value every single experience that you've had in your life, whether good or bad, and understand that it has brought you to where you are today and made you the person that you are. You can keep a clean house or start a company or stay at home with a baby or build a slamming board from working out seven days a week. But I don't think you can have all of those at the same time, or at least not in the same increments. Sit down and decide what's really important to you. 
Again, this notes kind of apply to me. There are many things that I want to accomplish, but I'm sure it can apply to you, the listener. There are probably several things that you have going on in your life today and you want to be the best at all of them. I understand you want to try and get that nice summer body or try to just be healthy, eat well, look good, exercise at the same time, be a good parent, good mom, good dad, at the same time, clean your house on a regular basis and at the same time, be good at your job. It's a lot to expect from one person. And while, you know, there are some exceptional people out there who are just naturally good at everything, I don't think that's the case for most of us. And while you could, to some extent, be good at all things in a more or less equal proportion, I don't think that's normally the case. Normally, you might find that you are excelling or exceeding your own expectations in one area of your life more than the other. As with all things in life, we need to have a balance. So you need to prioritize, would you rather be doing better at your job or would you rather eat more healthily? Now, I'm not saying you can't have both of those, of course you can, but sometimes our attention can only be focused on a certain amount of things before our head just starts spinning out of control. So it's good to sit down and figure out what are the most important things to you and prioritize them in a way that you can put your best foot forward, put as much effort and attention into those things to be the best at them, but perhaps compromise and realize that perhaps some other things you can continue to try out, of course, um, even your whole life and perhaps it will become a habit and you won't even have to try it that much. But maybe you will always be better at one thing than the other and you just have to become okay with that. I have so many goals and dreams for myself and not one of them is small. They're big and wild and full of hope They require faith and courage and a whole lot of audacity. I cannot get there. I will not get there unless I start embracing every side of my character, including the sides of me that make other people uncomfortable. This is quite interesting. She went on to say that she cannot live as half of herself. So she has to be her whole self, not just halfway. Because perhaps sometimes people might not be able to handle you. Um, maybe this is more relevant for people who have larger and bigger personalities. Personally, I don't consider myself to be one of those people, but I do like this idea that you shouldn't shy away from who you really are. And I think that's, again, something that people do a lot, is that they kind of push down and squander certain parts of themselves that are perhaps quite good and positive, but maybe they don't always go down so well with other people or perhaps you're just scared of what people will think of the other side of you. For example, if I meet people for the first time, um, I like to put my best foot forward. I like to hope that I am quite a friendly person. But on the other hand, I can also be quite strange and weird from time to time. You know, I have a funny sense of humor and if I met someone, I probably wouldn't show that side to them straight away. And I think that's fair. Some things you just want to keep to yourself and save for those who are close to you, your friends that are close to you, your family that's close to you. But if you really want to succeed, you have to understand that sometimes, I mean, it's not bad to be you. Go ahead and you do you because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what people think as long as you're not harming anyone, as long as you're being nice and polite, 
then don't shy away from who you truly are. I think my ability to imagine my dreams in intricate detail is one of the biggest reasons I've been able to achieve them. I really like this quote because I myself consider myself to be a dreamer um, or at least someone who thinks a lot. I'm definitely a thinker and that's not me trying to say that I'm smart or anything, but I'm someone who thinks constantly. I think the world's kind of divided in that there are people who just like don't think anything at all. Like if I was to ask you right now, what are you thinking? <laughs> would you feel quite stumped and be like, uh, uh, um, uh, I'm, I'm not thinking anything? Or would you come out with this whole random story that doesn't perhaps make sense or you're telling me how you are thinking of this really long to-do list that you have to do later? Well, I'm definitely the latter of those two examples and I'm actually really happy and proud to be because I think it's amazing to kind of have such an imaginative mind that is constantly going, let's say, constantly running. And let's say if I was just people watching or standing in the street in public, I'd probably be imagining so many different scenarios that are happening. And it's quite fun at times, to be honest. So I like this quote because I think often people say stuff like, I want to be a millionaire, but they don't really imagine that. And I'll say right now that I don't have any intention to be a millionaire. That's not my goal. But I do see other people, obviously, all the time. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a billionaire. But they don't really imagine in intricate detail what that truly means or how they can really get there. It's just kind of like a throwaway term in some ways. They just put it out there and say, yeah, yeah, I, I want to be super famous and I want to be a millionaire and I'm going to go to the Olympics and I'm going to write a number one best-selling book and I'm going to be an actor or actress in this famous movie, but they don't really imagine it in crystal clear detail or they don't look at the steps on how to really get there. So in some ways, I think that I kind of really pictured myself going to Japan, then I went to Japan. I really pictured myself after that experience thinking, oh, I'd really like to go to Canada now and I'm in Canada. I really pictured myself kind of just being where I am today and starting my own business and being quite proud of where I am, honestly. But I'm quite young and I think already I've accomplished um, perhaps more things than people twice my age in some cases. And I can be proud of that, but how I got here is still kind of a mystery even to me. Visualization, it's something quite fun and maybe that does have a part to play. I'll let you decide, maybe you think something different, but I thought it was a lovely quote. We live through something crappy and that's it. We're done for. We allow all the hard, ugliest parts of our lives to color everything else. This is a good quote to let you know to not give up, you know. Don't let the bad stuff overpower the good stuff in your life. Sometimes you might be having a great day and one small thing annoys you that day or one small thing goes wrong and all of a sudden you just decide nope today is a bad day because the weather was perfect I had a really nice time going and doing this activity or going to the beach or going for a walk but the ice cream shop was closed so now my day is completely ruined <laughs> um I've definitely felt like this sometimes. 
it's quite easy to focus on the negative because it kind of has a stronger effect and kind of speaks more loudly than the positive. Everything around you could just be going swimmingly and really, really well. Uh, swimmingly, by the way, if you say something is going swimmingly, it means things are going really well, things are going really good. So everything around you could be going swimmingly, but then one small thing just doesn't go to plan and boom, you kind of decide that your day is ruined and everything sucks. Um, so yeah, I've definitely been guilty of this a few times, but it's important to try and not do this and realize that just because the bad things kind of stand out a bit more in, sadly, in some ways, but we should still really make sure to appreciate the good things in our life. And of course, I just gave a really simple example, but I'm sure you could apply it to many different areas of your life. You need to be healthy. You don't need to be thin. You don't need to be a certain size or shape or look good in a bikini. You need to be able to run without feeling like you're going to puke. You need to be able to walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded. You need to drink half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. You need to stretch and get good sleep and stop medicating every ache and pain. You need to stop filling your body with garbage like Diet Coke and fast food and lattes that are a million and a half calories. You need to take in fuel for your body that hasn't been processed and fuel for your mind that is positive and encouraging. You need to get up off the sofa or out of the bed and move around. Get out of the fog that you have been living in and see your life for what it is. Whoa, I think we all need to be told this from time to time. And I love the way that she just kind of fit everything into this one paragraph. Like, you listening do not need to be perfect. You do not need to be skinny, but like, you should be able to like get around and do your every day-to-day -day tasks without feeling like you're going to pass out or feeling like it's the hardest thing in the world. This is obviously focused very much on fitness and health. Um, personally, I don't think I'm very fit or healthy at all. And I work from home. I work in my own office. I don't often get out, if I'm being honest. I'm often in my office working kind of more or less from the time that I wake up almost till I go to bed. And sometimes I forget, okay, Rebecca, you need to go and just walk. Like even if I just go for a five, 10, 15 minute walk around my neighborhood, I'm like, I need to move because <laughs> it's not healthy to be so unfit that you can't even climb up a flight of stairs. And I'm definitely that person right now that if I'm climbing up lots of stairs, I'm probably going to be out of breath or as she said, winded. If you get winded, it means there is no wind inside of you. It's like you're out of breath. So for example, if someone throws a ball really fast at your stomach and it just knocks, knocks you really hard in the stomach, you can say that you've been winded or it's knocked the wind out of you. But often we'll say winded in this situation. Um, you may notice that she said, stop filling your body with garbage. Uh, they say garbage in America. We just say rubbish in English, in British English. She also talked about lattes that are a million and a half calories. Um, <coughs> Starbucks definitely have a lot of calories. So you need fuel for your body that hasn't been processed. So have some fresh food, fresh fruit, fresh 
vegetables and fuel for your mind that is positive and encouraging. Make sure that you are surrounding yourself with good people and that you are taking in positivity, positive knowledge. And apparently, you know, everybody needs a reminder to drink their daily recommended dosage of water. (laughs) Everyone needs a reminder to drink their daily recommended water intake. And I for sure don't do that. I drink quite a bit of water. I kind of sip it throughout the day as I'm teaching because I need it to not completely lose my voice. Luckily, I am so thankful that I haven't lost my voice yet because that would totally suck for my job. Um, But I have been fortunate that that has not happened to me and I make sure to have lots of water. And if I have any inkling or any indication that I might be getting a sore throat, then I make sure to have lots of hot tea. Of course, we're here on tea and chat. So tea is always the magical remedy. I'm kidding. So those are some quotes that I pinpointed, that I bookmarked, that I literally put little post-it notes on the pages. I'm not someone that likes to damage my books or even write in my books. I don't do that. So these kind of little sticky note things that I have, luckily they don't damage the paper and I can easily take them out if I wanted to. But I think it's quite a fun technique to start doing and you might even find it useful yourself if you're reading some books in English or you're practicing a new language. Um, You might want to try it out, see if it works for you. And make sure you do read in English, even if it's a children's book. Don't be embarrassed if you are reading a children's book or a book for teenagers. Like, it really doesn't matter, but reading is super, super important to help you overall with your English, to help you with learning new vocabulary and much, much more. So please give reading a go. I hope that you kind of liked the different quotes that I pulled out. Overall, I thought it was a pretty decent book. I'm happy that it was kind of the first self-help book that I read. Um, I definitely found it quite insightful. There were some good quotes, like the ones I picked out, and it wasn't perfect. I know I saw some bad reviews for this book as well, and I can see where they're coming from. But overall, it's not too long and I like the way it's written. It's quite straightforward and it's an easy read, as we like to say. So it was a good starting point for me. I actually picked up another motivating book, which is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I've literally only just started this. I'm like a page in, but it's written very differently. And I already can tell that it's going to be much more difficult to read because of the style of the writing. Um, but I am going to try and give it a go. It's also quite a bit bigger than this one. So hopefully it is effective and interesting and I can learn something from it. And if I do manage to finish it, then I will make sure to do a review of that here on Tea and Chat if you guys are interested. So that's all for me today for the Real Reviews week of May. And stay tuned for next week when we will have the news topic of the month. And remember, if you want to get involved and choose what you want me to talk about, then you can do so by supporting me on my Patreon page, patreon.com British English. And also remember, I have transcripts for you, especially if you are beginner or intermediate, but whoever you are, you might find transcripts quite useful. And you can find those on my website at britishenglishtutor.com slash podcast. There you'll find all the episodes and the transcripts 
which I hope are quite effective. I do try and put a lot of work and effort into those. So I hope that you find them useful. And aside from that, that's all from me today. Remember, you can also follow me on my Instagram at tnchatpodcast. But otherwise, I will see you next week. And I hope you have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye.